Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. We're glad that you tuned in today. Welcome to the Hanging with Coach Noonan podcast. You're going to be in for a treat. Sit back, relax, or listen to this while you work out, whatever floats your boat. Thanks again for hanging with Coach Noonan on the podcast. Hey, everybody. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play Podcast, and several other podcast platforms along with the anchor app make sure to leave us a a review and a star rating really helps to get us out there and also promote the awesome people that i bring on here and to help future episodes thanks are you looking for a way to sell your program and make some money as well i've got something for you check out story of the season This is a digital program that helps high school and college football teams share their story like never before. Each week, they collect all of your video highlights, articles, interviews, and other content and publish a digital game recap magazine that captures everything that happened on and off the field. At the end of the season, they publish a digital yearbook covering each game. The revenue schools make from selling our subscriptions and ads more than covers the production fee and provides coaches with extra funding for their program. Sounds like a pretty good win to me so far. Story of the Season requires zero effort for coaches and gives them an incredible tool to engage the world with their team. Hard to beat that. If you're interested, please contact Chris Herman by emailing chris, C-H-R-I-S, at storyoftheseason.com to learn more, or... Call 518-944-3311. Check them out on Twitter at StoryTheSeason. Give them a follow. Thank you for sponsoring the Hanging with Coach Noonan podcast. On today's episode, we hang out with Mr. Stephen Mackey. He's the founder of Two Words Character Development Program. We talk about his mission through two words as well as life. If you want to find out more about him and what two words can do for your program, check him out on Twitter at Mackie Speaks or at Two Words TV or www.mackiespeaks.com. Don't forget to tune in and listen to him talk about his epic beard routine as well. It's pretty cool. On today's podcast, we welcome in the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Stephen Mackey. Uh, you guys know him across the state uh, with with two words and the inspirational messages that he brings uh, to your to your field house and, and classroom. Uh, Mr. Mackey, I appreciate you for taking the time and talking with us today. Oh man, I'm excited to get to hang out with you and, and excited to to continue our journey from you know coaching clinic to uh to podcast and, and beyond so thanks for having i me. appreciate it so you know in in my preparation for this and just thinking back and, and such um you know we, we randomly met at at a football clinic um at the university of houston you had you mm-hmm. uh man it was thinking back on it now it was a there's lineup of people uh it was you it was case keenum brenda tracy uh, who leads the um, uh, st- uh, the 
set the set, expectations. There it is, set the expectation uh, movement, uh, which is an, an awesome deal. And, and then it was also Wade Phillips. Um, so, so, and you were on there. How did you feel in comparison to everybody else? We, you know, because we, yeah. you know, people like me believe that what you're having, what you have is profound, but you may feel like I'm not worthy to be on the stage with these people. <laughs> hey, you know what, man, that it, it's funny you say that because I, I remember kind of in my inner circle going, man, one of these things isn't like the other, <laughs> you know, and, and going through and as I, as I went in, there was definitely, there was definitely that, that sense. And, and I'll be honest with you there. There are still days where I feel that way, uh, where I, I think, you know, who, who am I to be putting together a curriculum or who am I to be speaking into this program or to be used by these coaches uh, that that I found myself feeling that way. And and when I get there, uh, you know, I, I've got some some great people in my life, some great, great men that, that I, I live life with that that remind me. Uh, you know, that, that I, that they, that they chose, that they chose me. Um, and that more importantly, that, that God has, has given me, given me a platform. Um, and, and who am I to question that platform? And, and it's okay that, that I sit and go, man, I, I don't, I don't think that I stack up to that uh, or, or to this person or to that person uh, because it's, it's really not about me. Um, and, and when I can, when I can grab onto that and say, Hey, it's not about my resume. It's not about whether or not I stack up. It's really about, can I help somebody go from A to B? And if I can help them take that next step, whatever the next smallest step that they need to take, if I can help them do that, then I win. And if they forget about me when it's over, then I could care less because I helped them take that step from A to B. And that's been a journey to get there, uh, to, to that place. And, and, and I still struggle. I'm not perfect at it. But, but I will tell you that, uh, that getting that mindset right has changed so much for me. I've been able to be, I, I feel like I'm, I'm able to speak better. I'm able to write, film, do all the things that we do. The content that we put out is better when I have that mindset. Uh, when I try to uh, compare or live up to someone else's standard, inevitably it always comes across uh, as a little bit forced it's not it's not our best stuff whenever I try to live up to some comparison. But whenever I let go of that and I just say, hey, this is this is my job. I want to help somebody get from A to B. Uh, and when I do that, it, it's amazing how much uh, more well received it is. Absolutely. Where where does the. You know, aside from just praying on it, where does where does the inspiration for the messages come? Because, you know, you've developed a lot of curriculum and one could say, Oh, well, you know, you're good, but you know, you're, you're mm -hmm. in a constant pursuit of, of improvement um, and, and, and excellence. So how do you maintain that um, and, and not kind of fall into the, well, it's already, it's already there. We're good. Sure. So, you know, as we're recording this, we have, written, filmed, produced uh, over 100, almost 200 uh, lessons uh, for, for student athletes. And that's everything from our weekly character curriculum to our servant leadership curriculum uh, to uh, racism in the locker room and where we go from all kinds of different things. And, and, and with all of that, 
you know, the thing that that grounds us is that we want to be we want to be a partner for coaches. We want to be we want it to be as if we're on the staff there. And so, you know, that that I'm the the, the player development guy for your staff. Uh, and, and if that was me, I couldn't just show up and say, well, you know, seven years ago, we won a state championship. And so we're just going to do what we did seven years ago. And we're never going to change. Right. Like it, it doesn't work that way. You have to continually grow. You have to understand that uh, this year's team is different than last year's team. And even though you might have you know, this, the, the same uh, the same you know, base offense or base defense, given given your your staffing, your personnel, you're going to have to make some tweaks. And, and the, the best coaches are, are the ones that can take and, and move a specific team to its potential. Uh, I, th- I think about John Wooden, um, and, and he would talk about his favorite teams weren't the ones that had all of the talent and were supposed to win the national championship and then did. Uh, but his favorite teams were the teams that had less talent and they did more with it. Uh, that those were his favorite teams, and so like to me, that's the that's the mindset of a great coach, and so that's the mindset that I try to bring to what we do uh, is is to say, you know, the the perceptive person finds wisdom everywhere, and so I want to look everywhere. I want to look and be on the lookout to find a wisdom, to find a story to find an example that might help that kid that doesn't have as much talent, that doesn't have as much buy-in, that maybe is on the fringe a little bit. I want to find that story, that, that way of te- that's going to help him take a step. That's going to make a big, big difference for him. Um, and so, you know, with that said, we just, we look for, we look for things everywhere. I was, I was working out yesterday and uh, was thinking, and it was just looking at all the stuff we're seeing on Twitter about, you know, well, COVID, you know, you can't let COVID take a season away or you can't let COVID do this. And, and you know, all this language right now is what COVID is taking away. Uh, and as I was working out, like I was getting ready to do some burpees, uh, which I believe are the seventh layer. of suck. <laughs> And uh, as I was getting ready to do that, I thought, you know what, like COVID can't take away my ability to do burpees. Right. It, it can take the weight room away, uh, but it can't take away a burpee. You know, it, it can't take away my willingness to continue to work hard, my um, never give upness. It can't take that away. And so I started thinking, well, what else can't COVID take away? Um, and, and out of that kind of stream of thought uh, came a lesson that we're going to do, you know, for this fall, um, heading into called Five Things COVID Can't Take Away. And so the, the idea there is just we continually look for what we all around us to find wisdom, examples to help, uh, to find, to help that, find a way to help that kid take that, that next step. Man, that's so, that's so profound and, and important to, to just realize that, you know, we're all, we're all hurting, uh, through this because we can't be together, um, you know, in so much is unknown, but there's, there's a lot of things that have not really been taken away. And like you said, um, you know, unless you're sick and laid up in bed, you still have the ability to go out and and exercise, right? That's still something that's not that, that you know that you can still go do to help keep yourself uh, mentally and physically engaged. Um, you know, and, and I'm with you 100. percent Burpees are definitely the seventh layer of suck. Um, I, they, they, <laughs> some, some cruel person 
uh, invented them for for uh, <laughs> just extreme torture and punishment, and and have That's have it. enjoyed that. But you know, uh, but in there, but there's also like this really great picture inside of that of like when you embrace that suck of the burpee, like you physically get better, you mentally get better, right? Your discipline increases, right? When you embrace it, and the same thing is true in life. Like when we like, like nobody wants a season to be delayed. Nobody wants this crazy school skit. Nobody wants all this. And yet it, it's here. And so when we embrace it, like when we take this, oh boy, giddy up, let's go attitude. Like what happens? Like we find a way to perform at a higher level, right? Like when, when you do the burpees and you embrace it and you go all in, you physically get better. And then you're able to perform at a higher level When you embrace the suck of, covid and of all that's happening in 2020 like when you embrace that it's going to make you stronger better and you're going to come out on the backside even better than you would have been had you not embraced it like you know it, it's almost it becomes an analogy 2020 you right know what I mean? for 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 those who haven't seen uh steven in person like and, and when he talks about like burpees and things like that this guy is a is a big dude with with and he's jacked like he's no he's no slouch <laughs> ladies and gentlemen he's no slouch but uh the other thing i mean i, and I, I want to stay on, on on positive mindset and stuff but i'd be remiss if i didn't ask you about your beard game man because you have one of the best <laughs> one of the best beards out there so so just kind of how did uh, that how did that grow you. how do you maintain it uh you know for those of us yeah. uh like myself who have a beard and we're, we're you know, we've definitely, I, I know I've let it grow during this, this COVID time and, and I go out every day and this is probably the best thing about this mask is I can pull it, I can pull up my neck gaiter and I don't have to worry about the, <laughs> the, the, the stray hairs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, the best way to grow a beard, man, is to stop shaving. Uh, that's step number one is, is, uh, is you just stop shaving. And then from there, you know, I, uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a little regimen of uh, some essential oils uh, that I use and work in. Um, I, I, like the, I like the cedarwood oil. Uh, I, work that, I work that in. And then, uh, and then I'll also uh, use a, a, a lavender-based conditioner, uh, and I'll, I'll work that in. And then uh, the, the trick to keep it from uh, curling up, because, you know, I, I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got the black hair, and so it curls up tight. Uh, the, the trick is to uh, braid the beard. I put it in like a, a ponytail uh, at night in, in a funky looking braid and then uh, undo it in the morning. That way, as it dries, it dries straight instead of curling up tight. And then uh, and then you got to brush it out, form it up, and then uh, you're off to the races. Man, that, you know, of all the episodes, that may be in the most beneficial thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Essential oils, <laughs> lavender conditioner, and uh, and and braid your beard. There you go, man. <laughs> That's it. But um, you know, when when you because I, I remember uh, you touching on the story of kind of how you started two words um, mm-hmm. at, at the U of H clinic. Um, but for those that may have not, and uh, I don't know how in depth you get into your story um, inside of your your curriculum, but you know where did where did the inspiration for two words come from, and, and what have you what has been your your most one of your most proudest moments with it? Yeah, wow, that's a great question. 
Yeah, so, you know, I, for probably about seven years, I volunteered in my local community, my local high school, uh, four years in Blanco, Texas, and then three years in Kaufman, Texas. And I just volunteered as a player development coach, character development coach. Uh, and it was just a way that I could give back to my community. Uh, I could give back to this next generation of, of athletes. And as I was in probably my third year in Kaufman, uh, a friend of mine said, man, I think you can make a living doing this. And I said, buddy, I give seven minute talks before football games. You don't make a living doing that. <laughs> and, and he said, no, 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 man, don't start with no, start with yes. And if you knew it could be done, what, what would you do? How would you do it? And I said, well, man, if I knew that, I, if I knew I could do it, man, I, here's what I would do. I, I'm making a video-based curriculum because I, I want every school in the state of Texas and even beyond to, to be able to have uh, intentional, uh, uh, thought out you know, pillars of, of character development. Not just something that is, is thrown together or happens by osmosis, but I'm talking an intentional game plan. And there would be lessons for coaches. There'd be lessons for captains and for athletes. I don't want to include their parents in it. And sort of kind of laid out this whole thing. And he said, great, you got a plan. Now go do it. And so I said, well, you know what? Like, giddy up, let's go. <laughs> and so I uh, went and talked and, to my wife and uh, I quit my job. And, uh, you know, two weeks later had filmed uh, the very first lesson. You know, a week after that, I put together a janky website on Squarespace and just YouTube and confidence, figuring out how to use Adobe products and just went for it and went all in. And, and I had no platform. I was a nobody from nowhere. Uh, but I just really, really cared a lot. And, and I really wanted to give the best of me for the best of high school coaches and athletes. And so, uh, you know, that was the spring of 2017. And we just started talking. And, and one day I realized that coaches were on Twitter and that they self-identified. And, you know, their, their Twitter handle is at coach, whatever, you know. And so uh, I just started following coaches. And I'd follow every – I'd just spend hours just following, following, following coaches. And then, and then I had a few relationships. And so I went and spoke there at their campus and I got a hundred dollar tripod for my iPhone and I recorded it. And then I went to Starbucks and on YouTube, I started learning how to splice up videos and started posting those on Twitter. And, uh, and then every coach that would like, uh, you know, like it or retweet or make a comment, I would reply, I'd send them a direct message back and say, Hey, thanks. Thanks so much for the encouragement. You know, if, uh, if, you know, you'd ever like me to come encourage your team, I'd be happy to do it. And they'd write back, well, well how much is it going to cost? I said, coach for you, I'll, I'll go for, for a t-shirt, two XL, you know, and, uh, and it's just for you gas money and a t-shirt gas and gear. And, uh, and they're like, all right, let's do it. And so then, and then one led to another. And then what I would do is I would splice up and I cut up the videos, but I wouldn't just do like four clips, you know, from Hendrickson high school. You know, I, I would do one clip from Hendrickson, one clip from Forney, one clip from Kaufman and one clip from Blanco. And then I would mix and match the order and I would edit them different. So it looked like I was someplace new every day. <laughs> and so then I would just, I would just do that. And, and I did that and started building relationships. And then, uh, and then when we got to, you know, the fall of 2017, my goal was to have 30 campuses. And I thought, man, if I get 30 schools, I'll be good to go. And we got to that fall and uh, my best friend Colton Leonard jumped on board and we were able to get to, to 30 campuses 
in the in the fall uh, in August of 2017, and then uh, but then by that time we started realizing that hey we might be onto something, and uh, and then we just like poured some diesel on the on the fire, and uh, and since that time, uh, on August of 17 when we hit that 30 schools, you know now today as we're coming up on August of 2020, excuse me, August of 2020. Uh, we're we're over 600 campuses across the state of Texas, and between our curriculum uh, and between our, our speaking, uh, you know, we're we're serving uh, a significant portion. I want to say something like 25 percent of the state of Texas uh, through through everything, and and you know, so that's really fun to see just all of that grow and become what it is. Uh, but I think the things that like I'm most proud of are or when I'm on a campus and a kid comes up and says, hey, it, you're, you're that two words guy. Hey, you're Coach Mackey. You're the guy with the beard. Or you're the guy that yells a lot. Or, or you're Coach Mackey. And, and they come up to, and they go, dude, Coach, I got to tell you, I love. And then they tell me their favorite two words. Uh, and when they tell me that, I ask them, I say, well, why, why does that mean something to you? And they say, well, because... Uh, you know, I just I get in my own head so much uh, on the field that ends up ruining things off the field. And when we talked about the reset button, it's like you gave me permission to just start over when things weren't going right. And and that's changed the game for me. Or, you know, my my parents were going through a divorce and and watching your videos each week gave me gave me the strength before we hit the weekend to make it through to the next week. Uh, things like that. When I, when I hear those stories, uh, when kids say, "Man, I was I thought that because I wasn't the most talented, that I couldn't be a leader," um, but but you showed me that I don't have to be the most talented to be a great leader. Uh, I just have to be willing to serve my teammates. Uh, those are the moments that that I'm most proud of. Man, that's that's awesome. And, and you know, I, I that exactly to me. Um, echoes true as a coach right we 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 all want to win the big game and we all you know want to want to have uh, the uh, you know the quote-unquote glory in the name in the paper but ultimately um it for 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 coaches and and even teachers in general it's more than just that it's more than having 100 percent past the star it's it's when they come back to you and you can have lasting relationships with these kids uh, that grow in to be adults and uh, they just randomly out of the blue uh, text you or, or send you a message and say, thank you for what you did. Or, you know, they, they, they tell you they love you and you haven't you haven't even seen this person in, uh, you know, several years kind of thing. So um, that that profoundness that you get when when kids come up to you and they tell you what what your program means is that's awesome um you know and and, and i'm sure you you would agree there, there's not there's not a single price that you could put on that because it's it is priceless that's it yeah because it's it's one of those it's one of those moments where you know I'll, i i i travel you know this these last two years i've traveled about sixty thousand miles a year um, this last year, you know, I was on pace, but then uh, COVID, COVID slowed us down the last three months. But I did forty-three thousand miles uh, in this last year, July to July. And you know, people say, "Well, why, you know, why are you traveling so much? Like, 
you know, why don't you charge more or make them come to you? Or why don't you do all these things? As it, because you, you missed, you're missing the point. The point isn't about scalability. It's not about you know, making money. It's not about any of that other stuff, making it easy. Like I'll drive five hours to go speak in Aspermont or in Hamlin or to go to the corner of the state to go to a 2A school. A, a one man's call. I remember one time I went, uh, I woke up at 4 a.m. and I was in Texarkana. I've been speaking in Texarkana for three days. Woke up at 4 a.m., drove to Sunnyvale uh, to speak to Sunnyvale by like 7.15, 7.30, something like that. Left Sunnyvale, then drove to Chester, which is a 1A school. They play six-man football. Uh, drove to Chester to speak to Chester and then drove uh, you know, another five hours to get home by dinner. You know, and it was like just this crazy crisscrossing type of a day. I was like, why do you do that? Like, because, because there's one kid that needs to be encouraged today. There's one kid that needs to go from A to B today. And I don't know which kid that's going to be. And I don't know if that kid's going to be in Sunnyvale, if he's going to be in Texarkana, if he's going to be in Chester. I don't know if that kid, I don't know where that kid is going to be. But if I, if I go, well, you know what? It's, it's not worth it. You can't pay me enough or you can't, it's too far or whatever. Then like I'm holding back the best of me uh, and, and I'm not the one that's going to pay the price. That kid is. And so I said, go, man, our motto is how can we give the best of us for the best of you, the best of me for the best of you. And that's what coaches do so well uh, is, is they day in and day out, right? They count others first. They count their kids first. They spend more time It's coach. You spend more time with other people's kids than you do with your own kids. Right. But you get, and you're not bitter about it. You're privileged to do it. It's a sacrifice you're thankful to make hours. You spend hours upon hours, right? Everybody's getting paid for 40, 40 hours a week. You're putting in 80 hours a week and you're thankful to do it. Why you give the best of you for the best of your kids. You know, you joyfully you, with a smile on your face, you'll sit and wait for that one parent that knows the bus gets back at 10 o'clock <laughs> and they don't show up. They don't show up until 1230 sitting there waiting. Right. You know, and, and you joyfully do it. Right. Is it easy? No. But is it worth it? You better believe it. Uh, and in no scoreboard, no stat line can ever can ever uh, measure that. No doubt. No doubt. And you talk about um, <clears throat> that there, you know, we as coaches do do spend more time uh, with other people's kids than our own. And, and at this point in time, uh, God hasn't blessed my wife and I yet uh, with children of our own. But I have uh, I have a godson and I have um, a nephew and then I have uh, another uh, niece or nephew on the way. Um, so my cool. my my sister in Virginia uh, is due in January uh, for her second child. So, you know, for for us, it's spending time with them. And then, of course, you know, we're we're uncle and and aunt to uh to our friends kids as well so we get to we get to spoil them but you know how do you how do you balance you know just as a coach has to balance work and uh home how do you balance your your work with your home because you have this this sometimes very demanding traveling schedule but then you also have to record um the video stuff. And then you got to put the time in to write and put the time in to edit. Uh, and so it, 
you know, it, it can be extremely time consuming, I'm sure. Sure. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, there's, there's a couple, couple, three things, couple, three things that, that jump to mind, you know, for me, you know, first is, is my, my bride, my wife is, is awesome. You know, she, she goes above and beyond. I can't tell you how many nights, you know, she's had to deal. We've got four kids, uh, eight, six, uh, two and a half and eight months. And so, you know, I can't tell you how many times she's had to do bath, how she's, uh, how she's chosen to do bath. She's chosen to, you know, stay the night alone. She's chosen to, you know, homeschool, do all of the things, you know, without, without that support. Uh, because she knows just how important the work that we're doing is. And she knows that, you know, she, by, by handling business at the house, uh, she is enabling, you know, me and our team to be able to impact kids. And so, you know, I, I would say the first thing is, is without her, it doesn't happen. You know, uh, the, the next thing I would say is, is I've got a really great team at, at Two Words. And so we actually have seven full-time employees uh, that work for two words that every day wake up and give their best. And they, uh, uh-oh, a little man uh, And this is the other part is I do podcasts <laughs> with kids. Uh, I was doing a podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago and my son had his BB gun and he was like point blank range at a metal building. I was about to shoot it. And I was like, Hey, you can't shoot a, you can't shoot a BB gun at a metal building, man. It's going to ricochet hit you off in the head and he's like i can't i was like no you can't <laughs> uh right right in the middle of the podcast but uh I- anyways you know i've got a great great team like i said seven full-time folks and they work so hard uh, to not only serve coaches uh, but they work really really hard uh, to make sure that there are no bottlenecks on my end so that i can be with more coaches uh, you know we we hired staff at different points uh, and and kind of the final litmus for us hiring a staff person is if we hire this person, will it help me spend more time with coaches and kids? Uh, and if the answer is yes, um, and they have a skill set and they meet you know, all of our culture and all that, then we hire them. Uh, but if they're not going to help me spend more time with coaches and kids, then, then we don't hire them. Uh, and so, so my staff is, is great at, at reducing bottlenecks. Um, and then, and then, you know, we just also kind of understand that, that much like a coach's year, uh, my year goes in seasons and there are seasons that are going to be really, really high in travel. They're going to be seasons that are going to be really, really high in filming and writing. Uh, they're going to be seasons that are slow. Um, and so, uh, rather than trying to have every day and every week and every month be the same. And to be balanced across, you know, the reality is just what happens in early August is going to be different than what's happening in April. And so uh, understanding that there's going to be an ebb and a flow, uh, then we're able to adjust and we're able to say, okay, hey, this is a season where I can take a writing retreat. And so, you know, this year with standing with COVID, uh, each summer I take a six week writing retreat and I go and I spend six weeks writing and catching up and spending time in the mountains with my family. And, and we catch and we spend that time. And, but it's during that time that I do a lot of writing and I do a lot of intense family time, you know, but when we come back for that, well then, you know, we're on the road and we're getting crazy, you know? So there's just this ebb and flow uh, 
um, of, of the season. And so when you kind of put all those things together, uh, you know, that's kind of how, how we do it is, is we're able to, you know, understand as a family what we value and, and the sacrifices that we make. I've got a great team of people around me uh, that, that support and make things happen. Um, and then, and then we just ebb and flow with the season. We don't try to make a Monday in August, the same as a Monday in April. Um, we just know that there's going to be different seasons um, that require different amounts of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where, where do you want to see as you continue to evolve uh, with your program, you know, where do you want to see two, two words go and what, what, what are some immediate possibilities that you guys have looked into adding? Uh, and then, you know, like I said, where, where do you project it, you know, maybe five, 10 years down the road? Yeah, you know, we just want to, our aim and our goal is to, is, you know, we want to be, we just, we want to continue to be the very best partner that we can be. Um, we want to be the, you know, really the authority, uh, the go-to for, you know, all things, you know, helping coaches uh, help kids go beyond the game, uh, connecting the dots between sports and life. And so, uh, so we are, are faithful and working hard towards that end. Um, you know, each year, uh, in addition to the 36 weeks of character development curriculum that we film and produce, film, write, and produce, uh, we do a servant leadership curriculum. We do uh, some, basically some timely addendums this year. Uh, this fall, 2020, we're releasing a sexual harassment and dating and violence uh, a d- curriculum addendum, um, a multi-week uh, you know, curriculum on that. Uh, we're doing a multi-week curriculum on racism in the locker room and where we go from here. Uh, and so as life brings up new issues, we're going to continue to respond to those. And as coaches have questions and say, hey, this is what we're dealing with. Uh, we're going to be, you know, we're going to work to, uh, you know, to help uh, serve and, and, and respond to those things. Um, you know, I'm, I'm currently working on my doctorate. And, and so I'm, I'm working and studying, uh, you know, youth development, leadership development, and, uh, and working, working through that so that I can be my best as I encourage kids to continue to set new goals and to push themselves, that I'm not just talking it, I'm, I'm doing it as well. Um, and then, you know, our nonprofit, uh, Tier 1 Leadership Development, we, uh, we have what we call the Mackey Leadership Camp. And so uh, we want to continue to, to grow that. And, uh, and just find new ways to, to serve and encourage uh, coaches and kids across the state. And that's, that's awesome. So, so soon, soon we'll be calling you uh, Dr. Mackey. That's going to be, that's going to be <laughs> awesome, man. I, that's that's going to be a fun I, day. I, you know, hats off to you for, for that pursuit. Uh, you know, uh, I got my master's and like, literally I walked out and found my found my family my dad's like when are you going to get your doctorate i'm like i'm I'm not i'm done (laughs) that's it you know i I, i'm I'm, you know i'd I'd love to add some you know alphabet to the end of our uh into my name um as some people like to tease but uh you know my my plan is to do it from a from a more of a certification stuff you know from from like a, a strength conditioning standpoint um but sure. you know, it just just that pursuit of, of improving yourself, like you said, so that you can better serve and help others, man. That's that's so awesome. That's what it's all about. And, and exactly what, about. like what we started with, uh, I think before we officially began was that's something that COVID has not taken away from you. 
or, or, or they, they can't take that away from you uh, is that desire for more uh, and pursuit of excellence uh, and making yourself better. It's, it's, you know, that's such a, an important deal. And, and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm on a, uh, a 75 day challenge. That's more mental than physical. I've got to complete five daily tasks a day. And, and one of those is reading uh, directly from a book, not an audio thing, um, which I, I've got a few books, so I'm covered in that standpoint, but uh, it has to be either an entrepreneurial or a uh, self-help um, but, it, but you, you know, you've got to read, um, just so that you're growing your mind, um, and you're, you're enhancing your, yourself. Uh, and I'm not a big reader. So, so I've been able to actually enjoy that part uh, of the challenge more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear that, man. I'm, I'm big and I'm a reader, but I'm not a big reader. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so there is definitely a discipline that goes into sitting down and working through. Uh, but you know, one of the, one of the things that has struck me as I've been thinking through COVID and all of this is because this is the first time most people have experienced anything like this. We think that this is the first time anything like this has ever happened. Uh, you know, because this is the first time something's been taken away because this is the first time that there's been uh, mandates and strong government, you know, whatever. Uh, because this is the first time they've experienced it. We buy the lie that this is the very first time that it's happened. Uh, but but we just have to like step beyond ourselves just long enough to realize that there's nothing new under the sun. And that though the details and, and the unique details of this circumstance are different, this is not the first time that pandemic has come. This is not the first time that seniors have had their year in jeopardy. This is not the first time that we've had to adjust and adapt and overcome. This is not the first time that things like this have happened. Uh, And when we can get over ourselves enough uh, to realize that truth, then we set ourselves up to start asking the question, okay, how can I serve others during this time? Uh, and, And it's when you get over yourself, then you can start serving other people And it's when you start serving other people that you realize how much you have, how much has not been taken away, and how much you can continue to still grow, how much your goals are still in reach, uh, and how much hope there really is. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, it's been an amazing uh, time just talking with you. I'm really thankful that that you can... Uh, take the time and just just talk with me about it. Uh, it still blows me away that you that you even you know remember who I am because uh, you meet. Oh, come on, you meet so many people. You know, and that's one of the things that I was thinking about too uh, before we jumped on was you meet so many people uh, every day, um, and you know you and to have just you know sat next to some random guy at a clinic uh, a few years ago and then still recognize. Uh, I, I think it was that, you know, that summer when, when I went to coaching school, um, you know, and just uh, that it just it, it really is uh, it's really appreciated that that, you you know, you know who I am and you can recall that that uh, time. And, and, you know, just I enjoy our, our friendship and, and man, I just enjoy what you guys are, are doing for for kids and, and, and even coaches in general. 
Yeah, man. Well, thank you so much. And, and, uh, man, it's, it's, I, it's a, it's my privilege. I, I think I, I, uh, I owe you nothing less, uh, you know, too, too often we'll, you know, we'll quote unquote meet people. Um, and you know, if they don't, if they don't serve, if they don't serve us, then we, we forget them, you know? And, and I think that's, that's really sad. Um, but I think that, that as a, as a human race, right. If, if we were just a little bit more intentional with, with the relationships and when we, when we inter- engage with someone, you know, slow, slow your busy self down enough just to, to know somebody's name. Uh, and, and to remember something about them, uh, it, it's, it's just not that hard, but it makes such a big difference. And, and I can say, I, I, I only do, I can only do it because people have done it to me. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's crazy. Once, once you receive it, like you can't help but give it, you know? And, uh, and so, so thank you for, for that. And like I said, it's what you do as a coach is, uh, I think it's the most important job in America. Uh, that we that kids need coaches now more than ever, um, and it's hard to be a teenager today. It's hard to it's hard to be a young man. It's hard to be a young woman. Um, it's even harder to grow into a to a man to a woman of integrity and of character. Uh, and uh, and if I think if for most kids if they're going to get there, they got to have a coach that's going to show them show them the way. And uh, and you're doing that. So thank well, I you. appreciate it, man. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, if people don't already know, how do they? What's the best ways of getting a hold of you if they're looking for a uh, curriculum for this fall, or they're just looking to, you know, maybe book you or, or your 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 people yeah. for uh, for a speaking engagement, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, the two two simple ways. Uh, first is uh, Mackie speaks, and you can type that anywhere that is connected to the internet. And you will find you'll find me. So whether that's MackieSpeaks.com or at MackieSpeaks on social media uh, or on iTunes in the podcast, uh, the Mackie Speaks Leadership Journal. And so uh, pretty much anywhere you are, if you type in Mackie Speaks, M-A-C-K-E-Y, then uh, then you'll find me. And then, uh, you know, from MackieSpeaks.com or from any of those profiles, you'll be able to get to two words, uh, character development and the work that we do there. Um, or you can just go straight there uh, and go to twowords.tv. That's the number two words.tv as in television. And, uh, and go there. And, and uh, same thing on uh, social media or, or on the interwebs, twowords.tv or Mackie Speaks. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Mr. Stephen Mackey. Check out him on Twitter or Two Words. See what they can do for your program to help strengthen our student-athletes from the inside out. What we do in the weight room and on the field of competition is only part of what's necessary to make them not only better athletes, better students, but better people going forward in a world that's much need of better leadership today. Are you looking for a way to lose the quarantine COVID pounds? check out F3. F3 is a six-week program made for coaches. Workouts can get done in less than an hour. It comes with diet and accountability options or just the playbook. The program begins on August 10th. Check out www.coachcaduti.com F3. That's www.coachcaduti.com slash f3 for
for more information. Or check out Coach Caduti on Twitter or Coach Tony Schiffman on Twitter as well for more information. Let's help coaches help coaches lose the pounds. Hey guys, last Tuesday, uh, Coach Ty Taylor and I, who runs the Keep Your Pads Down podcast, we hosted a defensive line coaches roundtable Q&A. The audio is on his newest episode, so go check it out, Keep Your Pads Down podcast, as well as his YouTube channel for the audio and video. And my website will also feature the uh, Disrupt the Pads coaches roundtable. Got plenty of opportunity to check it out. It's not going anywhere. Help keep your knowledge going through this quarantine time in preparation for the upcoming season.